The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Here we are again for episode 470. Well, boy, don't really want to, but I I guess we'll do a week in review. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah, because it's so important to discuss the issues. Well, it looks like we finally lived up to the ideals of justice for all. Oh, God damn. Uh, yeah, no, no, uh, no. It's a sham. No, no, no. Well, after all the hoopla of Trump uh, being indicted and hauled before a court and all that stuff and even quote-unquote friends tell, saying that, oh boy, this is serious, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the re- constant refrain was, well, damn, what about all the crimes that the Bidens committed, most notably uh, Hunter Biden? Well, Hunter Biden pled guilty on gun and tax charges. Exactly. You see, that just goes to show the independent nature of the Department of Justice. No oh, God. And so uh, they're able to, to, to put on the blinders and just look at the facts. Uh, it didn't matter who was related to who or anything like that. You know, it, it's fair all around. And so after all of this, and, uh, you know, it's all been settled. Uh, and Hunter admitted to his, his, his mistakes. And then you just expect with, for a man struggling with um, addictions like that. Addictions and so, to drugs uh, and you know, uh, that's the end of it. And I never want to hear the name Hunter Biden again. You can never bring it up again in a sound. Now we got to move on to real justice and get drop. Oh, my God. It was a sham. He got nothing but a slap on the wrist. Barely a slap at all. If his name had been Donald Trump Jr., it'd be a different story. I guarantee you if Donald Trump Jr. had a videotape of his PP covered in M&Ms, that'd be on the oh news 24-7. Oh, oh, God. Well, anyway, that was the deal. Just wagging that Eminem covered thing in your face. Yeah. 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 There's nothing to see here. Just because his main political competitor he now has charges against and facing over 100 years in prison <laughs> on all the counts and stuff like that. No, no, no. That's fine. Oh, his son had a little trouble. That's all. Just, just stop embarrassing the poor man, you know. So, yeah, that's. That's all fine. But now there's a possible other competitor to Biden in the form of Robert Kennedy Jr. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Damn it. Shame on you, Robert Kennedy Jr. Shame on you. Shame, shame, shame. The guy is obviously insane. He believes whacked out theories about vaccines. I mean, you know, those people. Come on, am I right? Am I right? Well, that's what happens when it comes to uh, conspiracy theories. Uh, When major institutions like, say, medical science blatantly lies to everyone's face in very recent times uh, in the service of greed and power, 
Uh, now, all the other conspiracy theories uh, gain a certain amount of credibility because uh, they immediately jump to censorship. They got this business with Dr. Peter Hotez, uh, this little idiot, uh, whose basic argument is if you don't believe in masks or vaccines or whatever, which he does 180s on all the time. Well, maybe not so much in vaccines, but uh, and then, uh, but if you don't, if you don't, well, you're clearly a Nazi white supremacist, whatever. Uh, and that's his argument. Um, meanwhile, Joe Rogan offered him $100,000 just to have a debate with Robert uh, Kennedy Jr. And, uh, oh, no, he can't be bothered. You know, he's happy in his little cluttered room with his bow tie and stuff talking to CNN and MSNBC all the time, whatever. But anyway, uh, that's the deal. But uh, he's always actively call, calling for censorship all the time. I mean, if you've got the goods, if your argument is the, the winner, you, you don't need censorship. And uh, and by the way, Kennedy is not calling to censor anybody. So... <laughs> Uh, that's the deal. And when it comes to censorship, it's not just shutting down somebody like Kennedy. It's denying you your right to hear someone out. And, and you decide whether they, yeah, that's true or not. And they immediately deny that, which, of course, lends credence to these theories, no matter how crazy. You know? Now they all are getting a second look. <laughs> because you poured gasoline on the fire. Now, yeah, there's another theory that that's part of the deal of uh, you know the chaos and whatnot and uh, uh, muddling everything so that we're not seeing the true picture and what's really going on here and there. I mean, and suddenly there's UFO stories again uh, and that sort of thing, and it could all play into that. Uh, but still, if you're really upset about the popularity of conspiracy theories, uh, and you, you, you work in the government and you're part of the, the establishment of institutions. You've no one to blame but yourself, especially over what happened over the past, I don't know, five years, I guess, by now. Um, it's, it's on you. So anyway, there well, you go. Other things happened. Uh, yeah, the sad camp. state of that submarine. That's... Uh, it's messed up. Uh, and uh, uh, the Flash uh, <laughs> just burning out. Uh, for a while, it looked like it was beating that shitty little elemental car cartoon. So that was that. But it's really shitty. Uh, but now, uh, apparently, it's recovering, uh, at least against the Flash. It will not make money either. Uh, so there's that. Um, but that's a whole other story that I cover over at Nelson Ratings and whatnot. Uh, and when I sit in on the uh, the Doomcock show on uh, <laughs> on Wednesday nights, so anyway, you can check that out. So uh, stay tuned for new Bubba Stargon, and uh, Lefty and I will come back and talk about another episode of Space 1999. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. 
M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Yes, you're thinking, where in the hell can I get some more Mr. Nelson stuff? <laughs> As if there wasn't enough already. Oh, boy, there's, there's so many. Well, anyway, the latest is the Nelson Ratings.locals.com. Gee, what's that? Well, it's the Mr. Nelson Post Locals page. Why is it two different titles? Because I screwed up and I can't change the URL, so it's Nelson Ratings. So anyway, you, you get a lot of the usual Nelson stuff there, a lot of links to different uh, videos from my Rumble account and all that good stuff and uh, you know, uh, Photoshops and what have you. And uh, that's the free stuff. But for a cheap paywall, <laughs> you get Mr. Nelson Theater, which is my poor man mystery science theater treatment of old public domain movies, particularly in the sci-fi and horror genre. So you can check those out, and in that version of them, they're uh, cut up into episodes, almost like a TV show. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah, it is. So there's all kinds of cool stuff already there. You can head over there and check it out, plus some cartoons, some stuff I did for Compound Media shows, all that great stuff, all there for you to sign up, join up, and help out your old pal, Mr. Nelson, while enjoying some great Nelson stuff for you. So head over to the Nelson Ratings dot locals dot com. That's N A I L S I N Ratings dot locals L O C A L S dot com. Yes, it's just that simple. And now from Nelson Productions comes. A space opera adventure like no other. Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol! Okay, it's taking a while for the computer to write it up. Oh boy, I'm gonna need a shot. A shot? A shot of. Oh my god, booze! I'm drinking all the time! Hey, look! It's all the way to calm my nerves, damn it! Hey. I can't be performing surgery with shaky hands, even though I'm just, you know, tapping out a computer. But anyway, I mean, there's a reason why people nickname me Booze. Deal with it, jeez. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez oh, Louise. All right, all right. Looks like the program's ready. Applying the template now. Okay, there you go. See, it's all coming together. Oh, oh wait a minute. It's... It's using parts of his intestines. It's huh? dragging it down there. Oh, oh, oh shit! Uh, uh, all right, I, I can fix it. I can fix it. Oh god damn it! What the hell was that? Oh no! The battle stage is Meanwhile, down below on the moon of Ariel, we rejoined Bubba, Ludi, and Mr. Spot, still trapped within the director's office. Oh, damn it. It sounds like they've got a laser cannon on the door. It's not going to hold for very long. Yeah, and all we got are two ray guns. That's not nearly going to be enough. But, well, then again, I... I guess they're enough to do ourselves in if it comes to that. Oh, Bubba, don't talk like that. We're bound to find a cure to reverse your condition. And besides, being a woman's not the end of the world, you know. Well, 
I was actually referring to not wanting to be turned into lizard poo when those monsters get in here and eat us all. But, you know, now that you brought it up, it's easy for you to say it's not the end of the world to be a woman because you've always been one. It just happened to me, and, you know, I'm not used to it. And you know what? I don't want to get used to it. Yeah, and honestly, I, I don't want to get used to being a cat either. Exactly. One way or another, we don't want to be pussies. I mean, okay, I've always had a fondness for pussy, but not like this. Well, I, um, uh, well, yeah, I guess I take your point. I've, oh, oh, I found it. Found what? The director's final log entry before, well, whatever happened to him here. I mean, her. Uh, I mean, I was looking for it under Dr. Sam Flott, but, of course, he, she, whatever, changed her name to Samantha Flott. And when I did that, I was able to find the, the, the recent logs that discuss the teleportation transition procedure. Ah, cool. Now we're getting somewhere. Ah, God, now I got a, a reason to live. All right, how do we undo this? Oh, no. It looks like a lot of the entries have been deleted. What? Oh, man. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here's one. Here's one. Uh, let's play it. It is with great despair that I must admit failure in my experiments of transitioning all males into females for the purpose of a female future through the use of teleportation technology. It appears as a result of the experiments an unstable molecular structure is created and therefore the new forms cannot maintain and will ultimately disintegrate into a mass of plasma. It's unavoidable at this time. The only possible cure well, the condition would be to reverse the procedure, but I eliminated that possibility when I deleted all the teleportation patterns of our original forms. To simply try to create new male bodies, which essentially be what I would be doing in the procedure, would not eliminate the molecular instability, as I cannot find the equation to stabilize the molecular structures in the new forms. It's somewhere lost in the procedure in the first place. Therefore, I have deleted all of my work, but not before copying it and transmitting it to the Venusians, in the hopes that through their female superiority, they can correct the mistakes that my obvious toxic masculinity poisoned my intentions, however honorable, in service of a female future. Hail Venus! Oh my god! He literally disintegrated into a, a pile of mush. Well, serves the bastard right, but... Well, I guess that's how we're gonna go out, Spot. Yeah, well, I guess there's some consolation in that I won't have to live out my life for very long as a cat. Yeah, I hear you, buddy. I hear you loud and clear. Well, well, well wait a minute, guys. There might be a way to... Oh, damn it! got so distracted by that stupid video, I forgot all about the damn lizards! Lower your weapon, Catman. You are hopelessly unguarded. Well, well, what have we here? I never forget a face. You, Catman, I don't know. But you, Lieutenant Ludi, I believe? Yes, I do remember you. And if you wish to go on wearing your face intact... You will tell me where I can find the hated Bubba Sargon who betrayed us. Hey, 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 leave Looney alone, asshole. You want to kill somebody? Well, take your best shot at me. But you know what? The joke's on you, because you'd be doing me a solid favor. Who are you? I, I, I shoot you. 
What could possibly possess me to do such a horrible atrocity? I could never want to damage such an exquisite example of female beauty. What? Wait, what? I've never been a believer in love at first sight, but I think I've just been converted. Oh, you gotta be kidding me! Whoops, well, just when you thought it couldn't get any more disturbing. <laughs> well, how's Bubba gonna get out of this one? Well, perhaps we'll find out in the next exciting episode of Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol. Bubba Stargon and the Uranus Patrol is written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson, with music provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. Well, I guess now is as good a time as any to talk about uh, another episode of Space 1999. Oh, yeah, so uh, what was this one about? Well, it was called The Rules of Luton. Luton? Yeah, that was the name of the planet. Oh, I thought it was going to be like, you know, the rules of how to loot places or something like that. No, no. Well, I mean, you know... After wandering around in the, the galaxy like that, they'd probably run out of supplies and they had to go steal stuff from storage bins or what have you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose they probably could have gotten to that point, but uh, no, that's not what they did. They're looking for a planet to settle on. And, uh, well, I guess Luton was uh, a, part a particular candidate, you know. But, of course, there's always a problem. <laughs> yeah, there's something because there's usually someone already there. Yeah, that's usually the case, and such was the case here, but at, on first glance, they, they didn't realize that. Ah, so a mysterious species exists on the planet Luton. That's right. Uh, well, what was it? Well, it's, it was right in front of them, but they just didn't see it. Was it invisible or something? No, no. No, no, it's been playing something that I don't get it. Well, you know, when you go out in the yard or the woods, what do you see? Uh... I don't know, trees. Uh, yeah. And grass, maybe. Some weeds and stuff like that. Uh, maybe, like, bugs or something. No, no, just that. Oh, uh, you mean, like, this... The, wait, the, it was a planet dominated by weeds and trees and stuff? Yes, and, and bushes and shrubs. Uh, who were sentient. And um, since they, you know, I don't know, uh, were trying to eat some berries or something... Uh, pulled it off of one of the plants or, 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 or stepped on a flower. I forget what. Uh, the sentient beings, the trees rather, uh, accused them of murder and uh, sentenced them to uh, trial by combat. Trial by combat? What are they going to do? They got to fight a tree? No, no. And how are the trees doing this? Well, they had some sort of psychic powers or whatnot. Oh, okay. Basically, they decided to shoot a show you know, in the, in someone's backyard. And, you know, and they came up with all this. But, you know, I mean, look, how many alien worlds have you visited? You don't know what's out there. Yeah, that's true. And uh, so, I mean, they're exploring it. Oh, there's a problem with the the, the eagle. So they had uh, the pilot had to fly it back to get it some repairs and uh, left uh, John and uh, Maya. Oh, she's the shape-changing girl. Yes. And the two of them are there. 
uh, left behind. Why did they just go with it? Well, I don't know. They wanted to see if the planet was worth a damn. And uh, it, it wasn't. No, not really. So, so anyway, yeah, they pick a flower, eat a berry, whatever, and now they're in trouble. And turns out there's at least three other alien creatures who are also in trouble for eating berries, probably, yeah. And uh, so they got to do this gladiatorial combat. Well, that's kind of like you know, one of those Star Trek episodes. It's very much like it, yes. Um, but, you know, their own take on it. And, of course, the comparisons to Star Trek are unavoidable i mean basically star trek is a bunch of people on a spaceship going from planet to planet and meeting all and coming meeting weird alien people and other strange new worlds <laughs> oh yeah that's all right now yeah except they hardly ever go to any strange new worlds they just go to the same old rooms yeah so i guess it should be called same old rooms yes 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 but anyway uh here they actually went somewhere and uh so, uh, similar to probably like uh, when Kirk had to battle the Gorn. Oh, yeah, the lizard guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because these godlike beings, um, you know, decided, well, you, you're going to fight it out, and that's how it's going to be, and winner take all, and that sort of thing. Uh, whereas here, it's a bunch of trees that are pissed off. Yes, pretty much. But super-powered trees. What is that? So, anyway... Uh, the usual things they got to figure out how to outsmart these aliens. Uh, they try to reason with them, but of course they're like, Hey buddy, it's you or me, you know? And, uh, Oh yeah. One of them can turn invisible. Oh yeah. They didn't realize that. And, um, of course they don't know Maya can shape shift. Uh, but since there's no animal life on the planet at all, when she turns into a bird, they figure out that it's her. And so they trap her in a cage. Uh, but it turns out Maya cannot maintain her, uh, you know, other shapes. You know, she, her own natural form she can. But being a bird won't last. And she's stuck inside this little bitty cage. And so uh, when her time runs out, she's basically going to explode out of that cage. And it'll probably kill her. Oh, my God. But I don't know. It's a little bird cage, right? Something like that. Well, then what was that guy doing with that? Well, but... Uh, I mean, I mean, it might scratch and poker here and there, but she'd probably be all right. Yeah, but for the purposes of plot, they're going to go that it's deadly. So uh, John's going to have to save her. Well, that's yeah, okay. So he's got to do that. Yeah, but he's already uh, hurt himself and he's getting sick. And oh, there's always something like that. Yeah. So uh, it's not going to be easy. But he did read the Bible, so he knew... That, well, what's that got to do with anything? Well, uh, how did David slew, slay uh, Goliath? Oh, with a slingshot. Exactly. So this is what John's going to do. He makes a makeshift slingshot. And uh, the other alien did not read the story of David and Goliath. And so John uh, uh, hits him with the rock. He goes down. And the trees say, well, you won, so kill him. And uh, just like the end of uh the fight between kirk and the gorn uh john says no i won't kill him because that's not who we are and all that stuff and of course it's like look <laughs> we didn't know you had like a conscious uh otherwise we wouldn't have eaten your berries and now that i think of them as your berries i'm kind of disgusted by the whole thing and uh it, it sounds perverse now it was you know so so anyway he, 
they say, well, all right, I guess you can go. <laughs> uh, and that's about it. And the eagle returns and uh, they, they fly out of there and realize, well, we can't stay here. You know, we don't want, you know, trees staring at us all the time. And uh, what about, there's no bathroom facility, so you know what they're pissing on. So that's, oh, probably, that's, that's another nasty. problem. That's but so anyway, um, I suppose the only uh, tidbit there is, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if the, if the show was really trying to do this, but, they, you know, he's, Koenig is uh, into, uh, is more or less a relationship with Dr. Russell. Yeah, that's uh, played by Barbara Bate, who was uh, Landau's wife in real life. Yeah, that's right. And uh, but they keep suggesting that there might be an interest between him and Maya. But she's in love with that the that guy, the pilot guy. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Um, supposedly, but they keep getting stuck together and having moments. So did they? No, not really. But boy, she was uh, wanting to know about his. His wife. His wife? That's right. He had a wife, turns out. Uh, but she died. Oh, that's too bad. How'd that happen? Well, World War Three. What? Yeah, so they throw that in there. Another Star Trek aspect that I guess they didn't ever really say it was World War Three. They said uh, it was an atomic war. Sounds like it. Yeah. But then there was the eugenics war, which probably sparked it, you know. That's where Khan came from. Yeah. So... Uh, so they had their World War Three as well because hey, everybody knew by the 1990s that's when World War Three would happened. You know, it did. No, maybe in an alternate universe. Yeah, I guess so. So anyway, uh, uh, his wife died there, so he makes mention of that, and uh, oh, he was all depressed and lonely. But then he ran into, uh, you know, Doctor Russell, and decided, well, good enough, and that's that. Uh, but then you got this shapeshifter who can look like any woman you want, you know. <laughs> but only for a limited time. Well, long enough. Long enough. Oh, that's that's disgusting. Good lord. So anyway, there was another episode for Space 1999 and the rules of Luton. What, what were the rules? I... Don't step on the grass, don't eat the berries, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, that's right. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. But they're really criticizing science because I represent science.